Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. That's been all. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. Well, it's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. Chris. Hey, bro. Um, I am mildly chagrined at the moment, but I'm ready for a great podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, let's hope this episode uh, turns that chagrin into uh, just a grin for you. Can we do that? Can we? You think we can accomplish that? Was, was that one of your best efforts? Honestly, you know what? You don't have to answer that. That's fine. Well, you don't have. To. Well, I was trying to make you happy, but fuck you, buddy. <laughs> you know what? That was the last time I tried to make you smile. <laughs> hey, man, I, 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 I'm a friend. Mm, I thought so. Apparently not. My only true friend is our. <laughs> Formless producer Edgelord, big news, Brian. Yo, what's up, nerds? Hello, Brian. How are you today? Are you not? Are you chagrined as well? Well, yeah, I'm chagrining real hard right now. (laughs) Why is it because the latest chapter of Doran Dororo? No, Um, Doran Dororan. Shit, what was the other one? Oh, Shoha Shoten? Yeah, that one. Is it because that didn't release, Brian? Your favorite? It did release. No, it comes out the same time as uh, World Trigger. It's monthly, dude. It released. Oh. You're frozen, by the way. Actually, yeah, sorry. I had to adjust my brightness Mm because you guys were looking like I was in a cave. (laughs) I had to realize that's me. (laughs) Well, anyway... Uh, we It'll gotta, get better though, Brian. Don't. Yeah, uh, we got a fun show planned for you today. We have uh, we have a hopefully maybe a short one today. We only have four manga to talk about. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, but first, let's get All into right. plugs. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole on Instagram. No, JD Cole underscore thirty seven on Instagram. Oh yeah, and um. You can hit me up on Twitter too. And watch Ellen with the E N at the end. Okay. Not I and G. Brian. Well, I guess he can't talk right now. You can find Brian at B.esp on Twitter and Instagram. Uh hit him up on twitch.tv slash it's punchline as well if you want to watch and play video games. Uh what? <laughs> Moi contanto? I like it. <laughs> uh, you can follow the show. That means very happy, right? No, it's. I don't think contanto is a, a word. It's contento. I made that up. Shit. Yeah, that was you. That was your ignorance. <laughs> Making shit up as always. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow us on Twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. Uh, the results of which we have today on today's show. So uh, let your voice be heard. The poll usually goes up a couple hours after the new chapters come out on Sundays. So check us out. Give us a follow and let us know what you think is your favorite chapter of the week. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Hit us up. Uh, that would be greatly appreciated. Or 
you can comment on whatever video you're watching, whether it's the full version or the little highlight breakouts we make for each series. Uh, and while you're at it, give us a subscribe on YouTube. Uh, please hit that like button if you will. Uh, that would be very sweet of you. Uh, and if you prefer audio podcasts, we are pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, wherever you listen to podcasts, we are on there. So check us out uh, and give us a five-star review on iTunes. Why not? Get us in that algorithm. Uh, anyway, that's it for us. Thank you guys so much. Let's get into it. It is time to start with our first manga. One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1034, Sanji versus Queen. Uh, last we left off, Zoro was having uh, quite a battle with King. Uh, he was He's getting to get his new task together which is mastering the hockey uh his his own conqueror's hockey so that he may wield enma with with ease and um we start out this chapter with the battle uh between queen and sanji that is ra- that is raging on uh the lady that got hurt is just still in the way of all this and all of her friends are telling her to get the fuck out of the way but she won't because she can't find chuji and you're muted josh i don't know if you were trying to say something um but anyway, yeah, that's happening. Meanwhile, outside of Onigashima, uh, we have Momonosuke trying to grasp onto Kaido's flame clouds because he can't really make them himself still. Uh, so he's just trying to find another way around it. Uh, he may not be able to pull the, push the island back off, but he's trying to stop its fall using Kaido's own flames, uh, which is, I guess, a good plan B, I would, I would say, uh, best he could do. He's trying to rise up to the challenge. Yeah, for sure. Um, back at the battle with Sanji and Queen, uh, as the battle rages on, Sanji starts noticing that Queen is starting to use all of his brother's abilities uh, by the Germa 66 <laughs> folk, whether it's uh, Ichiji's uh, sparking Val- Valkyrie, which is just eye beams. Uh, we have um, Niji's uh, fucking Henry Queen, which is just like an electric shock. That he hits you with. Henry. Yeah. These Henry, names. Henry Blazer, but it's Henry Queen this time. Um, and he just starts bragging. He's like, ha, 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 you get it yet? I'm using German 66 moves. I was saving them up until after you transformed to see if my version of your son's attacks are better than uh, his version. Uh, so, you know, that's the whole reason he wanted Sanji to transform. So he could compare what he's accomplished to what Judge has accomplished. Um, he's uh, He starts whooping Sanji's ass with his brother's powers. He uses a uh, winch. He's dragging him. Yeah, literally. Across the whole thing, he's dragging him through like doors and walls. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Sanji manages to kick the shit out of one of his arms and detach it. Uh, it's pretty cute. Uh, queen is like, what? And it hurts uh, Queen. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> My hand, to curse you. Uh, I was surprised he felt that. Yeah. Like, damn, bro. You do the dinosaur toughness and uh, advanced robotics, you still felt the pain, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess that's uh, really impressive uh, technology, right? Definitely. I uh, would say. It is funny how, like, he's like... I Sanji's like I told you not to fucking say their names around me. And Queen's like, "There's no freedom of speech anymore." 
<laughs> sound like a conservative. Yeah, for real. Um. So yeah, Sanji just keeps on following up the attacks, and um, uh, Sanji basically declares that uh, he's he's accepted that he's not the same person that he's that he fought back under the dome. So you know he better get ready to fucking go because I'm a heartless robot now. I'll fucking kick your, I'll kick your chest <laughs> super hard until it dies. Uh, so then Queen uh, delivers his final like reveal technique and he can apparently use stealth black which is Sanji's technique yeah. <laughs> oh, he went invisible against characters that can sense your every movement basically yeah basically oh uh, but that's not what happened I mean that was in my mind I'm like ah so what you went invisible you big dinosaur ass <laughs> so I could probably still hear you. Yeah. I mean, what does that mean? What'd you do except just be an asshole and show him how I can do your special move and beat you with it? Yeah, basically. I kind of like that actually, <laughs> but too bad it's Queen. Yeah, and he's about to die. Yeah, he's about to get his shit kicked in literally. Um, Sanji disappears too as well, but he just seems to like be. <laughs> he moves. That nigga Queen was tight too. He's like ah, he disappeared too. <laughs> It's really more that he's by pure speed. <laughs> yeah, basically, Sanji is moving so fucking fast that he can't see that he can't be seen by the naked eye. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is supposed to be coming off as casually done, but to me, it does. It feels like it's a very casual. Yeah. Of of Sanji, like I, like was this something he did before? Has he always been confirmed to be able to move this fast or? I think is it's this new territory for Sanji because he's a robot now. Maybe it's new territory because he's a robot now. Um, okay. But Sanji's fast. I would say Sanji's probably pretty fast. He's got leg strength, you know. Well, yeah, that's for sure. But you know, to be able to move so fast that you are unseen. Well, he could be just hiding. Uh, like the he... dinosaur eyes, no less. Which I'm gonna assume oh, better that out. Okay, I know what it is actually. Um, we we we'll see it in the next chapter. Uh, next not next chapter. Next page. Um, what to say, nigga? You know bad. something? <laughs> my bad. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We find out, Chris. We got some exclusive shit. No, never. Unfortunately, I'm not tight with Oda like that. Um, okay, so as Sanji is like doing his uh, Houdini move, we see that like this fucking mouse just starts running into the battlefield and this lady is just like chuji you're all right (laughs) and she keeps she's just like hurry over here she makes herself seen and queen gets upset that this woman's even around (laughs) he said i I was really struggling to find out like why he had such an attitude it's basically jealousy right i don't know and upsetness because she didn't like him yeah. Is that what it was? Something like that? No, no, no. What happened was that, like, okay, so I Queen is in charge of this area of Kaido's operation. He's in charge of the pleasure hall. So you know, uh, now that Kumurasaki has been dead, quote unquote, uh, Hiori, uh-huh. uh, she was like the number two, like the number two, like as far as like beautiful girls go. Yeah, and she called out sick. So Queen is like, you bitch. You fucked my money. Yeah, up. you fucking liar. You fucked my money up. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna pimp slap you again. Uh, wow, he's really pimping them. Yeah, yeah the pleasure hall. <laughs> oh, it didn't occur to me. 
Yeah. Mm, Queen? He's, he's a foxy guy, man. Yeah. Is so, he from Atlanta? <laughs> he's ATF. Queen from, from Memphis? Queen from Atlanta? Yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, he, he is mad that she called out sick when she probably wasn't sick. Uh, I wonder how foolish it is to clock out on this, like, clock out sick on the same island as your boss that's just always around. Right. Uh, when you live At with your boss. try a little bit harder, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then he goes, like, was my divine punishment earlier not enough? And it's by that we can uh, assume that Queen was the one who hurt her when Sanji was running uh, towards her. It wasn't Sanji that bumped into her. It was Queen that, using Stealth Black, just knocked this lady aside real fast. Uh before starting <laughs> before engaging the fight with Saji, which I mean, talk about keeping your pimp hand strong, dude. <laughs> like you're in the middle of a war and you still gotta be you still gotta keep her in I check. felt the need to correct that behavior. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I thought you was out sick. <laughs> you pay all my money. <laughs> dude, I mean Queen's about it. Oh I guess. my god. I guess ATL would be proud. <laughs> Uh, all the hustlers, bro. Remember the convention that Butters went to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, the the kissing booth episode. That shit was so funny. Oh shit, that was one of the best episodes, man. Yeah, Butters' bottom bitch, I think it's called. Uh, yeah. But anyway, Queen's about to go <laughs> smack a hoe. <laughs> so you see, I had to go over there. And listen. How, what do you say? He's talking about standing, he's like standing. I go over there and listen to her, all her stupid fucking prompts. He <laughs> <laughs> can say he is paying. Yeah. <laughs> he said when they go on dates and he has to listen, you seen him just like, oh man, I'm sorry guys, it's totally off topic, but man, yeah, I mean, there's not that many people around that that know about South Park. South Park's so, legendary, so. dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Your butt is turning into a beast. <laughs> Yeah, I I still haven't seen that special that they put on uh, Paramount Plus, uh, the post COVID. Me neither. I want to watch that shit, bro. We should we should watch that shit together. I'm down. I want to get mad high. You don't have to get high. With me. No, but I want to get clapped and watch that shit and just die laughing <laughs> with someone I know that is gonna appreciate the same humor. Hell yeah. Uh, well, anyway, I'm not even looking at any of it as uh, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Queen's about to go smack a hoe, and then Sanji is—he didn't disappear. He's up there doing Skywalk the whole time. So I think that's where—that's where he went. He was just like up there, jump like double jumping for eternity. And uh, then he noticed that Queen was going after him, uh, and he's thinking. Actually, he's thinking about what he gained from his upgrades—the uh, exoskeleton muscle and speed, all which increase strength. Add the color armament. Uh, that I've developed with to the exoskeleton, and my legs are tougher, tougher, capable of even supporting hotter flames. And so Sanji lights up his uh, flames even brighter, and you see the little sparks of electricity. I don't know if that's intentional. Yeah, I don't. I, now that I don't I, know. Now whenever I see that shit, I'm just like, oh man, is that <laughs> conquerors? I mean, if it's conquerors along with fire and and metal, it's pretty fucking awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but anyway, Sanji just like, just goes straight down and he notices that like, uh, the mystery is solved. You did that queen, you miserable piece the of The mystery scum. is solved. Yeah. And you know better not to hit I a I wasn't woman. even thinking about that shit. Yeah. 
And you know better not to hit a woman around Sanji. He's about to fuck Queen up. And he mm-hmm. he kicks Queen like right in the fucking head as he's coming down and just keeps on hitting this combo, you know, all named after French food. <laughs> just like basse cote blast. And, he's cooking this nigga up. Yeah. Uh, Literally. Yeah, this is crazy. Juma Jumo a beef tech blitz. Uh yeah, he's beating the flying fuck out of him. And he says, now fly, sicko. And he hits him with the boof burst, uh, knocking Queen into the stratosphere, it seems, as Queen lets out a healthy... Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the spiral sent up, too. I don't think he got sent into the atmosphere. It looks like he got sent maybe to the ceiling. I mean, he's a whole brontosaurus. I would love it with if mechanical he... mechanical robot part. Man, he kicked him to Eneru. It's over for Queen. <laughs> Queen's going to be, uh, Enru's going to be like, what is this creature on the moon now? Um, so, whoa. Damn. Um, but this is, a, that was one piece. Gibbo? <laughs> what was it? I, I think it was more than Gibbo. Was it Gibbo? It was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Uh, but yeah. that was what we used to just say. Um, I think this was my uh, RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Um, yeah. Was this yours too? Mm, no. No? Mm-mm. Fair. <laughs> fair. It was. You know it's fair. Yeah, it is. I, I just like this because, like, I feel like this was kind of like, um... Not a slow week for for Jump, but of all the chapters, I think this is the one I kind of vibed with the most. I think it was a slow week for One Piece. What? No, it was a slow week for Jump. No. I, sl- I don't know. Um, well, we're at the end of the chapter, right? Yeah. Give thought? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, let's, let's not make no mistake. This was the runner-up for RGC. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to, I kind of actually decided during the podcast that means anything else. Yeah. Um, But... You know, I'm not impressed with this showcase by Sanji. When he uses these flaming hot Cheetos moves or whatever you want to call them, these French cuisine stuff, to me, these are just moves he already had. I don't know. There's nothing new going on. There's nothing groundbreaking like that happened with Zoro. This is like a weird follow-up. All Sanji did was get... You know what? I take that back. Sanji already had a power-up via the exoskeleton stuff. I just think it was a little underwhelming. In the shadow of what Zoro, what we just, you know, revealed by Zoro. I think it's always been clear that Zoro is going to have a leg up, no pun intended, I guess, on Sanji. Mm-hmm. Um, like combat wise, if even just by a little bit, you know? But um, I don't know. I'm just not impressed. Uh, uh, but there's no cool factor here. He just kicks the shit out of uh, Queen. And I'm honestly just looking forward to the next issue to see, like, the fight continue. I hope it doesn't break and go to another, like, fight or something like that. I just kind of want them to wrap this up. Um, because I'd be kind of tight if they took a pause from this just to come back and he does a little bit more of the chef's cooking, kicking. Yeah. You know? No. Nothing cool. I... Like, when he when he fought the wolf dude, you know what I'm saying? That that Diable Dom. Yeah. Diable Dom. That was his new move. And it was like, oh, his fucking feet on fire. He didn't do nothing special here. I told It was you. all kind of like something just, it was all technical stuff. Like, yeah, we, I guess nothing shows that he's stronger and, 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 and thicker or nothing like that. Aside from when 
Queen tried to hit him across the head. Yeah. And I guess since Queen was just literally destroying him earlier in the comic and he brushed it off like it was no big deal. He was hitting him with mad super moves. I'm not trying to downplay downplaying the execution of the chapter. I, I feel that. I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. Uh, this is this little... suffers from what happened with Zoro before. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sanji's power-up, because he did receive a power-up, but it is, like, not a, not a big physical power-up. I mean, like, you don't see anything new being happening, but you know something's new with Sanji. Like, he is... It's just kind of a buff, if anything, I guess, if I were to say that. He's just gotten stronger. Which is dope. Yeah. I'm not... The best thing that I can say about it is that, <laughs> given the lightning bolts, which are kind of like a... a signifier for conqueror's hockey i guess you could maybe argue that sanji has imbued uh unknowingly his own conqueror's hockey within his kicks which i wish if that was the case they made it a little clearer um but i don't think that's the case because i think that would have been made a bigger deal uh if sanji was like unconsciously <laughs> like uh wielding conqueror's hockey of his own I think like the lightning bolts are more just like a significance of his uh, Germa upgrades, uh, but as it stands, I, I totally uh, understand where you're coming from, and I think I agree to an extent. My, I don't like this chapter necessarily because of Sanji's power up or necessarily the action. Uh, I, I just didn't. I just enjoyed reading this one, uh, and it was a combination of me not being like super wild about everything else, kind of in jump not that everything else in jump was bad this week it was just like this is probably out of them all like my favorite to read uh but i have a word for that um you can use it if you if, you don't have to use it moving forward but i think it's a good one um call it a process of elimination rgc yeah we don't have to make the whole thing up no i won't just but, we'll yeah. refer to it basically and um yeah i i, I respect that it, it was the same with me i just gave it to edge sun house yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know if uh, I know Brian like has something held up, but I don't know if he can hear us right now. But if he wanted to say anything, I'll give him a couple seconds <laughs> real fast uh, before we move on. I have a couple more. Th- I guess I, I I just I would really like to see the suit. I'm a little annoyed by that. The stealth black. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah we've seen I, it. That was his upgrade, you know, and. You know, here I go saying, you know, these, these, I, I can acknowledge that this is just how I would like for things to play out, you know, but, um, I thought the suit would have been dope and it would have been cool him trying to learn how to use the suit or accept certain things or like, I don't know. I, I would have liked the, the aesthetic change. Whereas I feel like here there wasn't really much of an aesthetic change where with Zoro, man, the Conqueror's Hockey, you could see it coming out the board. Yeah. It was sick, man. But that's you know um um we're gonna see we're gonna see how this fight progresses. It ain't over. Queen ain't dead yet. Ain't no fucking. Yeah, imagine he's just done. It's fucking too much shit. Yeah. Well. Anyway, I guess that's it for One Piece. Uh, in any case, I suppose we should move onward. My Hero Academia. Yo, One Piece is only fifteen pages. Yeah, it was very short, but at least it's not off next week. That's a that's a relief. Um, right. But this is my Hero Academia chapter three hundred and thirty six villain. Uh, we have color pages <laughs> that are 
<laughs> and are pretty cool, I think. I don't know what... Well, I think they're really cool, except for one character. <laughs> yeah, this is a, there is a little bit of a promotional thing for uh, the new My Hero Academia movie that just came out that I didn't get to see in theaters because I don't pay for movies anymore. I have AMC A-List, and if it's not on there, I'm not going to see it. <laughs> um, no, I really like how everyone's animals kind of correspond. Yeah. With uh, them, although there's a few I'm not sure about. Some are very straightforward, but the other ones are kind of like, eh. Like, uh, Midoriya's being a ram. I get that. I don't understand the wolf of Bakugo. I guess that's more about his, like, attitude and personality. Um, they gave your boy a black cat that burnt the mind control one. Shinso? Which, yeah. Which, you know, at first, doesn't make sense, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm black. He basically runs my my whole world, you know. <laughs> so she, I guess. Shout out to Coco. Best I can do. Yeah, shout out to Coco. Kirishima has a turtle, which I. Who like. you at, Coco? <laughs> she a little bo- Oh, she's right here behind me. What's up? Cute. Literally. <laughs> uh, Kirishima has a turtle, which I appreciate. I like turtles. No, no, not well. That fit. Perfectly. Yeah. The other one's a snow leopard. Dope. Yeah. All right. Well, enough about the color page. There's a cool color page. Yeah. Fuck we, the new guy. We, <laughs> we still deserve to be there. Yeah. New guy doesn't even have a fucking animal. Oh, he does. He has like a bird. We have some weird uh, mascot. Yeah. Like not even a real bird. It's the least realistic animal in the whole thing. Fuck off, Roddy. I think that's your name. <laughs> um. But anyway, this chapter starts off with training that we don't get to see, really. Um, it's Bakugo, uh, you know, training and stuff. And then they explain kind of what we're, what they're doing um, instead of just showing us. Uh, <laughs> except for uh, Todoroki. Uh, we actually get to see him training both sides of his quirk, which is uh, kind of interesting. And I, I like the, the idea behind that. Um, but- it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, a little, uh, little his JC going on. Yeah, Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, Mineta is just pulling off the balls in his head uh, constantly because that's his training. Um, and they're just like it feels like they're kind of going over the stuff that we already know and we've talked about over the last few chapters. Is that you know finding them like like being this is going to be harder than it seems because there are like three reasons uh the first of which old nutsack face is the world champ in hide and seek which i i guess i appreciated them calling him that yeah it made sense i mean i think mr lima bean is better but yeah mr lima bean is definitely a better (laughs) reference for sure Uh, um you ever you ever um squeeze a stress ball before yeah, I have one actually somewhere here. All right, you know how it looks like when, <laughs> as soon as you release it. <laughs> Sim, <laughs> it's yeah, all for that's one. That's his face. Uh, yeah. yeah, and they explain again that Shigaraki's body is not complete. Uh, and the third one is that they are the ones with the finger on the trigger. I guess so. You know, even though he might have lost that search quirk, they still get to make the opening move. Um, so, yeah, they could still cause mass panic and hysteria and destroy shit and force the heroes into action. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so he's like, anyway, 
Midoriya's like, anyway, if nothing else, we can choose how we enter this fight. I'd better join the search too. And he just like, don't you mean we? Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, he asked uh, the kids if he could just take a quick stroll. And they're like, okay, um, you know, we got to get this plot moving somehow. <laughs> uh, and we cut back to uh, Hagakure, who was teased as the traitor before. But as we almost called, kind of, uh, we, we were close we were close. Oh, I, I'll give us. I'll give us partial credit. We were close. You know. You know what? This made me so mad because you know when you say so, when you have something in your head but you don't say it, and then when you say it, it's like I know I was thinking that nobody believes you. That's how I feel. <laughs> like what's about to happen? Because in my head, I'm like, what if she's just watching the person who's the real traitor, and it's not really her? Oh wow! And That's. And I didn't want to say that because I knew that people would be like, you didn't think that. I'm like, I thought it. <laughs> Nobody's going to believe me. We threw out a bunch of names last week. Yeah. Um, and this character was definitely one of the names we threw out. But I, I'm, I'm, I'll admit that this wasn't in my thought pattern. Well, um, we'll get into it because I think there's yeah, a reason. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get okay. Into it. So the enough, enough pressure. Hagakure is not the traitor because she's watching the real traitor. Uh, as we zoom in, we realize that the real traitor is Aoyama. Big two pictures. Yeah, both his parents are just like pleading with him to continue to follow uh, with his orders. Uh, and we learn why uh, this is happening. Um, the reason being is that when Aoyama was really young, he didn't have any quirks. He was also quirkless, just like Midoriya. Um, mm. And he didn't want to go through life like that because he was afraid of being different. So his parents uh, reached out to All for One somehow, and he granted him the, the silliest of his quirks, I guess. <laughs> he said, you could have my goofiest quirk, belly button laser. <laughs> uh, and... Yeah, he was stoked about that. And at that point, Hagakure runs off to try to find somebody to tell him the news. Um, and Aoyama goes into his whole spiel about like how I I had play I had to play my part right to avoid sp- suspicion, always putting on a brave face to smother my guilty conscience. Uh, when All for One was finally caught in Kamino, for a moment I mistakenly mis- let myself believe that maybe I was free just to have true friends. Um, but you know, he made it out and he had to continue his act. Um, and right. you know, now his parents are like, if we don't, if we don't, uh, if we stop give, uh, following his orders, who knows what he'll do for us. Uh, he'll probably kill him, kill, uh, his parents. Um, and that's when Midoriya is seen with Hagakure in the background as he's hearing all of this. Um, and, uh, Midoriya is like, oh, Hagakure just told me what she heard that you might be the traitor in our midst, Aoyama. And the parents are trying to play it off like they didn't just give this whole expositional spiel out loud in the forest. <laughs> right. Um, and like you just didn't spill the who, what, where, when, and why of the whole thing. Everything. <laughs> they let, us, let me remind you, Aoyama, of this information you already know. Oh my god. Uh, we'll oh, get yeah, into it. I, we'll get into this. Uh, I got I got some thoughts. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's like, "Oh, Midoriya," and he's 
Midoriya says, like, you've been looking so gloomy lately. Only you. I thought something must be wrong, so I came looking for you here. Um, and um, that's when Aoyama kind of confesses that USJ and then the forest, I, each time I led them to us. Do you hear me, Midoriya? I am a despicable villain. And that's where the chapter ends. Uh, this was the audience really good chapter of the week. <laughs> Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Uh, yeah, sing it for me. What? RGC. This was your RGC? Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. At two, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Send a message. Yeah. Or something. But um, I, I, I'm not going to just automatically give it for Brian because he didn't mention anything for One Piece. Yeah. I'm assuming it's between those two. Um, all right. I gave this shit. I gave this chapter RGC for a specific reason, the edge over One Piece. And that was uh, the impact of the clues that they left. I was really nervous that, like, whatever the reveal would be, it would be something that like wasn't really built on throughout the series and was going to just be worked on from there, which, you know, I was optimistic about. I was like, all right, this is really interesting. Maybe they can, he can work backwards and connect a few things. Um, but when they showed the, um, the I know pieces, right, on top of the fucking fact that I just was watching the anime and when they was in the, um, when they was in the forest, Dobby walked right past him he knew he was there and didn't bother not you know i didn't bother him hmm you know i didn't notice that i mean i it's been a while since i, I read I through think, so yeah that's what i was saying i was just watching the anime so i was just like all right this was this was planted and i i have the same feeling where it's like wow like i, I think that he's gonna have a lot more to build on from this and this you know what i'm saying like i'm interested to see what direction it's gonna go but now it's just that that added extra layer that I appreciate, hmm. um, because we we had no we had completely forgot about that when someone was like I know and nobody had any idea like what you know what the message was supposed to be. You know we all thought it meant like um, oh I know that you're all for one or something like that, mm-hmm. but it was because they had a conversation and he felt guilty, so he left that and said I know, meaning like he knows what happened with the villains. Mm-hmm. That was clever, and I give it to uh, I'll give it to Horikoshi for that. Mm. Well, yeah, well done. That's a good explanation. I did say Aoyama was one of the tra- we what could have been one of the traders. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Um, I did say like that was one of the characters that was mentioned, but that yeah, you you had said it yourself, but we didn't we didn't we wasn't definitive about it, you know. So we can't really like yeah. All right, can't call that out too much. I don't know. I, I mean, what you're saying makes sense. At first, I did not like this chapter um, at all. I was actually kind of annoyed oh, yeah. by this whole thing. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie. I want to hear your thoughts. So wanna, yeah, I want to hear. And look, uh, the new information that, like, uh, you, the new perspective that you brought to light that Dobby just kind of like walked past uh, Aoyama. I don't. I didn't. I never remembered that. So maybe it was built up as much as I did. But I know, like, my initial reading of this is um, there's a moment where I was just like, I feel cheated right now. You know, like, 
because we had this chapter a while back with the cheese pieces and all that stuff where it was a red herring where we were at that moment we were like oh shit Aoyama's the traitor you know and then we got like two chapters after that assuring us that he was not the traitor which is kind of unfair you know like it's we we have no I see I don't remember that how did it ensure that it wasn't Aoyama remember like um they they even explained I I remember vaguely that they even explained why he left that there uh like the whole the cheese pieces uh thing and I don't know if Brian remembers better than me but I remember there was like this small two pay two chapter yeah arc dedicated to like Aoyama not being able to fit in and and being afraid of being different uh and Midoriya just kind of like inviting him into the group uh and I think like I, I remember coming out of that arc being like, oh, well, I guess that was just like a red herring and Aoyama's not really the traitor. Uh, I, or like that was the purpose of it is for uh, Horikoshi to just kind of like imp- remind us that there is a traitor around and this may be the resolution for it. But it I, that's how I came out. Maybe I read it wrong and maybe I'm like misinterpreting it. But that's how I felt cheated is like, well, there's no way for us to really know because you actively went to tell us that he was not the traitor for sure. And you doubled around and been like, well, he was the traitor. I, I fooled you all. Uh, I mean, you can still interpret that, 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 that little, um, episode as, um, as a cry for help, you know, maybe hey, like I, I'm, almost, I, I understand how you feel. And I guess maybe I, I don't even remember that. So maybe had I remembered that and had those same feelings, I would have been on the same page with you, but um, yeah, I, and maybe this is so funny right now. Actually, like how <laughs> it is—it yeah, is probably just me like misremembering or un- not reading things well. But yeah, I, I totally remember kind of feeling that way at the end of it all because it was a big old ominous thing that turned out to be nothing. But now it's just something again. Um, but I, it was so obvious. I I, I I don't I don't know. I thought that was. Hey, I could be. I, I, I think I'm why wrong. he did it. I think I could be wrong, and this is like my initial thoughts on reading this. One thing that I found interesting, though, is that when uh, Midoriya found him in the forest, and he talked about how, like, I thought there must be something wrong, so I came out here looking for you. The next panel is Aoyama just freezing, and then you see, like, his eye. That panel with his eye saying, "Yes, only me." And I'm wondering if he's just like also taking the falls so it it takes the scent off of other people mm-hmm. that is I, I i didn't i actually did not think about if it that's that the case then hell yeah that's, that's pretty sharp i mean i still believe i after all that after all that this is said i still believe that there's i, I think aoyama still um no not aoyama kaminari is still um you know a mole um, but I do believe if he's not, you know, if, if not him, there is like someone else, like more than just him. Yeah. I feel like it's and, a combination uh, of quirks. Like it, there's a, com- a combination of quirks that work together well to inform the villains. Like Kaminari's quirk still is pretty good for communication to right. animals. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but that was my initial thing. And maybe, Maybe I'm being a little harsh on it, uh, and that if that thing is, uh, if that Dobby thing happened, which I'm sure it did, uh, I'm not saying it didn't, but is I'm like maybe that does just kind of shed a light. It also hurts that like 
we didn't get a whole lot of hints during like when I think of like Attack on Titan, it's one of those things where I can like probably look back and find the little crumbs that would have led to certain uh twists being revealed. I don't know if I'll be able to do the same thing with my hero academia because the the idea of the traitor only comes up very sporadically in very yeah. long leaps and bounds. So it's kind of hard uh, to build up that mystery or like accept that this is the whole mystery in, in and of itself. Um, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I could I could be like definitely off off base here. Uh, please let us know what you think. Uh, write down in the comments. Uh, is this a solid twist or uh, am I bugging? <laughs> I could be bugging. I'm probably being harsh, but uh, in terms of the art, uh, I thought the art was pretty good as usual. Another thing that annoyed me, and this is something I won't back down for on a technical level. I think the reveal of this was really sloppy. Um, Mm. It's a lot of show. Don't tell. Why is his parents just fucking they're yelling about their backstory as loud as they possibly can in the middle of the fucking woods. It's like Horikoshi, you have as many chapters as you want to really like flesh this out. Midoriya is about to be on his way, so you could just kind of explain that to him if you if you really feel that way. Uh, it, it feels off that his parents would just like it, it's unnatural. It's just kind of clumsy. Uh, there's definitely easier and better ways to kind of like give off this information. Maybe get Aoyama just a flashback chapter. Why not? He's one of the protagonists of the story. I imagine he's not gonna. Like, Midoriya is not going to let him be a bad guy. I feel like Midoriya is going to just try to convince him to be on their side. Um, mm-hmm. But who knows? Right, he's not going to beat him down for for his wrongs and arrest him. Right, he's going to try to talk. Yeah, right. Like, he's going to try to make peace with it and say, hey, listen, just, like, let us know what you know and we'll figure this out, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. And, you know, I would, um, I would accept that. I, I think, like, you know, in terms of what we wanted from... My Hero Academia, in which, like, the development of the supporting cast, having a flashback for Aoyama, I wouldn't have minded it, you know? And his story is compelling enough. You know, the idea of being different uh, is a very compelling one. It's another mirror of Midoriya, a quirkless person who took the easy way out and just, like, went in search of someone to give him his quirk instead of, in theory, earning it like Midoriya did. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know... It could have just been another mirror of like who Midoriya was. It's like a little. I think that's what explained the message really well to me, in my opinion. I think that's why he did that, and then he spent that whole chapter, I guess, quote, you know, like throwing us off. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was it, it made it made sense that he would cover it up because he can't willingly tell him, but maybe he was hoping because he felt that connection with Midoriya. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. So, but. I do agree with you. I I, I think that... Uh, all right, all of this with the exception... I'm going to just say this first. This is all with the exception that, you know, the next chapter could be a flashback. The next chapter could be some type of real huge in-depth. This could be the start of an arc, of a fucking six, seven, eight chapter long arc of of, of events that led to this moment. And, and you know what I'm saying? Who knows? I don't know what Horikoshi has planned. So we can only talk about what is right you, you know I, at least that's the perspective i'm going to go with right now no, where i I, sure. I agree with you like what why just spring it up on us like that and then have right and have all right so maybe his parents is out there because they're all at ua mm-hmm. and 
it yeah. led to this being a little bit sloppier with the execution. But why the timing? This this was. What if they didn't decide that this conversation? What if this girl didn't walk past? Does that mean that all of the heroes would have failed and they would have went through? So you're telling me that all of this was like this 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 whole moment that's going to change the entire course of the story is happened by a chance? Uh-uh. uh-uh. Yeah. That's not enough for me. Yeah. yeah. And that's the rough thing, yeah. you know? Because I feel like we always... I hope I, I, hope, I hope I... You know... No, no, no. I totally agree. As you know, you don't want... I, you don't want that way. So you want, yeah, I'm. I agree with you, and that that's just how I look at it too. Like, yeah, uh, there's a you know, it's not a. No matter what you see, though, I for sure, I agree. Was, I think I like, still like I, I still give him his credit for for, for the setup, and yeah. I still am hopeful for the next you know next few chapters. Yeah, I think um I think there's definitely merit to what you're saying. I, there's definitely merit to this chapter. I guess like all of my problems are execution level because i don't have a problem with aoyama being the traitor i don't necessarily even have a problem with uh, the traitor being a predictable thing because you can do twists that you can see coming and still pull them off effectively we've seen that all the time right it's all about yeah right. it's all about like you know technique you know writing technique and i feel like this is uncharacteristically sloppy for uh for horikoshi and i feel like we do this a lot where we start off hating arcs <laughs> like I don't know if it's like Horikoshi just has a penchant for not starting arcs well, but ending them pretty good or like middling them and ending them pretty good. I feel like that's kind of like a pattern I've seen because that he's just addicted to proving people wrong. He's yeah. just like, oh, oh, you think this is ass? You think this is ass? <laughs> well, I'm about to show you this shit is fire as fuck, bitch. Well, that's you the- gonna like this shit. <laughs> you wasn't expecting that. Yeah, if that's the case, I wish Dang, you would. Hold that. I, if that's the case, I wish you would just fucking stop. We get it. You're a genius, bro. Can we please just have like, quality storytelling all the way through? I think he's just testing himself. He's like, how ass can I start this? <laughs> how and deep a hole? Like, how ba- how, how, how that can I fix something? That. How deep a hole can I <laughs> dig myself like, out of? <laughs> how low beneath the earth can I start before I climb how back to the heavens? <laughs> How mid can this get? Yeah. <laughs> Brian, wait. Do, so does that mean you agree to a degree that this is kind of an ass beginning? To I didn't like it at first. I was like, oh my god, typical Horikoshi. Pick out. He's literally. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, like, I need you to oh, talk your shit. Right talk I love, your shit. I love it. Look, look. This, oh. is, a, this is typical Horikoshi? Like, what all right. The only reason why I felt this way this time is because, like, you know, I was talking about how Horikoshi got his fake outs, right? He's like, oh, no, not really. Oh, and then right, it's like, right, right. okay, chapter after chapter, you're going to be pulling this shit now, dude? He's literally becoming the M. Night Shyamalan of fucking uh, manga. Dude, guy. I mean. He keeps with these fake outs. Honestly, that's probably true. So wait, Brian, <laughs> you agree on a technical level, this is fucking weird. This is not. I didn't, like it at first. I didn't like it at first, but when I thought about it, it made sense. It was just weird, a weird way of doing it. Yeah, it's a weird execution. There's it's just like, I gotcha. There's nothing wrong with the content. It's just weird execution, man. It's it's simple. It's the simple things. It's like the fundamentals. You know, it's the biggest lesson. Two chapters in- from now, this chapter is gonna be is gonna make sense. I fucking hope so. I hope he pulls. It's gonna make again. sense. I hope he pulls his magic again because we started that Star and Stripes arc like, oh my god, and then we ended it like, yo, Star and Stripe might be the greatest character Horikoshi's ever created. 
But it is funny, dude. <laughs> and then mid Asayama reveal. Yeah. <laughs> to follow that up. Dude, I mean, come on. You know, I wish um like fundamentals, it's the biggest lesson you learn in Space Jam too, you know. Fundamentals win championships. Is that what they, I didn't watch it. Well, spoiler alert, that's the big lesson. Historically bad. Oh, fundamentals. <laughs> well, yeah. also, so is Space Jam 1. If you look back at Space, <laughs> if you look back at Space Jam 1, it's not a cinematic masterpiece. You know, what are people comparing Get it to? Get the fuck out of here. I loved it. Hey, I love it's it. no clockwork orange. I, I love know. it with all my heart. It's not a good movie. <laughs> Neither of them are. What are, we, what are we doing here? I love them both. I like Space Jam Artist too. Subjective, Chris. Artist subjective. I like Space okay. Jam too. I like the second one. You know what? RGC this chapter. Of course, Brian. You see, like <laughs> certified RGC, certified RGC, certified RGC. Not me. It gets I'm demerits. Still stunned. It gets demerits. At, at Brian's take. <laughs> This arc could be fire from here you on said out. You agree on a technical level that what? What was it you said? It was kind. It was weird. It was, it was just was a fucking weird, weird. chapter. <laughs> it was just a weird way of doing the chapter. Well, here's the thing. You can't give. Oh, a, no, I want to hear what Chris said. What was the quote again? You could agree on a technical level that this chapter was fucking weird. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but look, I can't. You guys are giving a credit for what this arc might be. <laughs> because of right. Horikoshi's track record. I'm giving it on a like, week-to-week basis. This chapter was fucking weird. <laughs> I, okay, I didn't, hold on. I'm going to make, a, I'm gonna make a, a bet, okay? I'm sure this arc is going to be fire, Brian. If, if, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> so from now on, if every chapter gets better and better, mar- not even by a little bit, if every chapter just keeps getting better... I will give it an RGC every week. You do it anyway, but Brian. If it, <laughs> but if it goes bad for even one week, I will be more critical of my hero academia. Damn, Brian. It has to be really bad for you to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him go. Wow. <laughs> um, so, you know what's crazy? Just a few weeks ago. We, we we were buying real we was we was buying heavy on the Horikoshi stock and now now it's it's going on man we all selling nobody's I'm holding <laughs> I'm holding I am holding I am holding that's why I, I signed in that's why no 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 here's the thing you can hold you can hold your stock and then acknowledge that it's going down for sure but still hold <laughs> you know that's what they did that's what those heroes did back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> They held. They held. They held. They may have lost all their money, but they didn't lose their pride. (laughs) And you know what? AMC is doing great right now. (laughs) Oh, 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 that's good. I'm honestly like, maybe I should have bought stock. I'm I'm happy. At that point, I'm just like, I should have bought stock. (laughs) Now it's doing okay. You should have bought that stock. I should have. I should have taken the dip. I did not. I should have gone diamond hands. Oh, you didn't buy the dip. <laughs> I'm a fool. I didn't go to the moon. You're the, the one that sent me the video. I could have gone to the moon. I did not. Yeah, but, well, you know who didn't go to the moon with this chapter? Horikoshi. But it was still cool. It was fine. What does that say about One Piece, though? If I didn't, if I gave this to yeah, RGC I don't know, with man. all of that said. Y'all are wiling. Do you, you question my taste moving forward? I don't and question my, your taste. My, my opinion. 
No, I don't question your taste, but I do uh, yeah. question. You question my critical thinking opinion. No, I'm. I'm I guess I'm. Uh, I don't know what I'm questioning. To be fair, I don't think you have bad because I think you made very valid points, and you may have turned me on a couple things because I was furious reading this chapter. That's, not, that's that's my panel of the week. That is a great panel. Look, look at that, man! Whoa, I was reading. I didn't this... even feel the emotion that much, but I was just like, I get. I feel like I get what he was doing. He was just like, boom, just like Brian said, yeah. How hold that upside <laughs> your fucking head, nigga? You thought it was? <laughs> I hate. I it's like, her name? oh, y'all hey, think it's her? Y'all been thinking it was her for a minute now, huh? It's not fair. That's the thing. <laughs> This whole That's thing. That's the case of all the Ayama fans, like reading this, ch- like page by page. All this oh. shit. Josh only really oh. named one real, like you can look back and be like, "Damn, one. clue." That's why it's but not it fair. But it impressed me because he doesn't do it ever. That's why it's not fucking fair because big page spread of Hagakure behind a tree, as all for one says, "I have friends everywhere," and we're all supposed to be like dumb because we fell for that. Because we, because we said here, look who I told I you it was. Dumb for that. I don't feel dumb. <laughs> no, for no, that at all. I don't either. But that we're supposed oh. to feel dumb. <laughs> we're supposed. To, he's supposed. Well, he's, I, he's, I think it's just him. The dumb one. I think it's. I think it's just him subtly getting back at all the people making theories and being right. There. <laughs> And he's like, oh, y'all oh, guess so funny. Y'all guess Dobby, huh? Yeah, imagine yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys just guess Dobby, huh? Imagine that. That's so funny. Playing. Imagine how he really wanted it to be Hagakure, and then he kept <laughs> watching everyone guess his theories correctly, and just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm changing it midway. It's Aoyama now. Changing the camera angle. All this editor like, yo, it's this guy standing next to this guy. <laughs> Damn this YouTube theorist. I'm taking him down <laughs> with my not through copyright strikes with my brilliant writing. Uh, nobody will take you seriously ever again. Uh, well, that's Hold it. Holding back with his, with his quirk this whole time. That's what <laughs> I thought. I think they're about to fight, yo. He's about to Kamehameha wave blast them. Yeah, he had more. It's going to be just like, like Conjuro. You see, Conjuro was a great reveal. Because now you could like with Kondro, it was like, yeah, he had shitty drawings, but he was using his non-dominant hand, and now he has like his actual hand. He's fucking drawing well. That was a twist. Yeah, kind of wild. And those had way better. <laughs> it was hints. really petty. There was, and this is like something I realized when Totally Lock, not Mark, talked about it because I haven't read over Wano back. But when he talked about that twist, he was like, when I read back and I realized that they've left subtle hints that it was Kondro the whole time. Because every time the samurai linked up with each other, they were so happy to see each other. They all like started crying. But Kanjiro, the first thing he said to him was, how's Momonosuke doing? Just checking in on the status of Momonosuke. He's not very emotional. Wow. And every time that they relied on his drawings, he made a shitty drawing to make their job harder. Right. That's how you do it, Horikoshi. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, way less impressed. <laughs> nah, well, As whatever. you should be. It is what it is. I'm using one piece for good to put down other <laughs> artists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Chris. I'm just. Nah, you, 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 you on my time right now. You was, you was how I was feeling a little while ago. I, just, I like it. I do I like not, it. I do not like egregiously, technically unsound writing. 
Egregious. Should I change my RGC? I'm not changing it. Let's move on. Come on. All right. Let's let's move on. What it is. Let's move on. Shout out to Brian. Jujutsu Kaisen. (laughs) Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 167. Tokyo number one colony part seven. Uh, last we left this off. This was a weird ass chapter. Oh, was it? I'm, that's that's why I'm This saying. was the weird ass chapter? Hmm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It was a weird chapter, bro. Fine. We'll see. Anyway, so we start. Uh, last we left off with Jujutsu Kaisen, we had uh, Itadori finally convincing Higuruma to, you know, give him. Let him use his points, essentially. He couldn't give him his points yet. But Higuruma has 100 points, over 100 points, which allows him to create a new rule in the Culling game. So he did what Itadori asked him. He basically made a new rule that would make uh, the points transferable between players. And Kogane accepts uh, the transfer of a number of points, of a number of points of their choosing to another player has been added to the rules of the Culling game. Uh, <laughs> I just I didn't notice this at first reading, but he's always like, "Phew!" <laughs> this is like a funny relief panel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, you didn't notice that? I didn't notice. Yeah, that it's such cool. a small panel in the grand scheme of things. I just wanted to read the rest of the dialogue, but I was like, "Nah, that's funny." And he's just after all this, he was just like, "Ha, huh, that worked out." Um, <laughs> uh, so Higuruma gives. Uh, continues to give one of his points to Itadori, one of his remaining points, uh, so that he uh, Itadori would not be subject to cursed technique removal for 19 days. Because one of the rules is that if you don't earn any points within 19 days, you're dead, basically. Um, and with that, Higuruma leaves. Uh, and Itadori is like, Higuruma, what are you doing? What are you going to do now? If you don't mind, will you help us? And Higuruma is like, I'm too broken. <laughs> too broken for this story i can't hang out that much i'll probably be back but i can't be- i'll pull up when you need me don't worry about it <laughs> uh but yeah he basically explains that his two leftover points were actually from killing the judge and the prosecutor from that case in his flashback uh so after the barrier opens he plans on turning himself in uh but until then he'll ponder his question <laughs> Sure, but you know. They grossly misused. What? <laughs> they grossly misused. Yeah. They grossly mistrialed. Misused. Misused? Yes. All right. What did they grossly misuse? Their power. Or- Everything. But yes, their power. Yeah, okay. They grossly misused. <laughs> it's profound, bro. Believe it. Hey, I mean, my you, I can't absorb it. <laughs> the depth of what you just said escapes me, eludes me. Uh, so, yeah, he, he, uh, Higurum was like, I'm out. Uh, and plus, if I stay with you, I'll just hate myself more because you're so fucking good and I'm a dick. <laughs> I guess he's just like, damn, I met a real one today. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's like he rem- it's like he he got smacked in the face what uh how do I, I need to put my thoughts together. <laughs> Itadori was what he figured as an ideal person. Something that he kind of strived 
to be, even if he never really said it out loud or thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted a justice system where truly, you know, where true criminals get punished and, you know, honest, good people don't. Yeah, even if you know, these, plain and simple. Even if these honest, good people, in theory, probably did something wrong. Or at least innocent people wouldn't be subjected to being guilty despite being innocent. Uh, it's kind of like interesting when you really think about it. Itadori is kind of like the the very personification of what uh, Higuruma is fighting for. You know, it's just a good person exactly. who didn't do yeah. something and has put, in Itadori's case, himself on trial for actions that were out of his control. So there was a lot of like uh, significance symbolically to that. It was a lot like that kid who was accused of killing someone when all he did was return a knife that was used to kill somebody, but not by him. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. If you wanted a good deal. no, 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 I wanted to keep listening to what you were saying. Um, you know, I actually forgot what I was going to say, but Damn hopefully it. it'll come back up. Yeah, please, please let it come back. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry about it. It's probably probably a uh, thought better uh, save for the end of the chapter anyway. Yeah, um, we now uh, cut to condescending applause, uh, and it, it is funny. It's just like kind of an '80s movie, like. Not bad. You pass. Uh, and Megami's like, what? Uh, and this new guy, uh, what's his face? <laughs> Reggie? Reggie. Uh, Reggie goes on to explain that like... You're... Doflamingo. Yeah. <laughs> Doflamingo Jujutsu Kaisen. He says, that's enough. Your, shishi- your Shikigami is sufficient. I can see you're strong. Otherwise, I'd just kill you. You should join us. How much do you know about the culling game? Um... And Megumi comes up with some bullshit because he doesn't want to give him too much information, basically explaining that it's a ritual for using the cursed, te- cursed energy of players inside the barriers to take Japanese people to the other side so they're no longer human. Um, um, why did he specify Japanese people? Because I mean, it is it the calling game specifically is like focused on Japan as a country because this right, is the biggest but only Japanese no. people there. Well, in theory, like the idea is that like Jap- Japan is the epicenter of jujutsu still. Like that's jujutsu is right. practiced all around the world, but like the big epicenter is in Japan specifically. Right. So what he's but- saying is that he's trying to use Japanese people because they are in the epicenter. Ideally, like they probably have the highest quality of cursed techniques, domains, whatever. Oh. <laughs> so the idea is that Kenjaku's just trying to use the innate ability of uh, Japan in Jujutsu to uh, turn them into curses, I guess. It's some bullshit that Megumi just kind of came up with on the fly to avoid telling this guy what the fuck the deal is. Uh, But uh, Reggie just cuts through the bullshit. He's like, hmm, do you know Kenjaku? And he's like, I knew it. A sorcerer with Yes, I know Kenjaku. Yeah. Uh, he's like a sorcerer with a connection to Kenjaku. Uh, and, and Reggie is basically like, I think what you just said about using cursed player players, cursed energy is a bluff or rather for a second or third plan. Uh, and he says, I think that I like the way he said that because he, he put it in such a way that like, he was like, look, he's like, you either 
Yeah, you either bluffing or you are telling the truth, but that's mm-hmm. definitely not what's going on. That that may be something for later. Yeah, you, I just like that. Yeah, that was. I, I he does this a lot with the characters talking. I never hated this part. Yeah, he writes great dialogue. I guess. Yeah. Um, but he explains that the reason he thinks of that is uh, the number of players, the differing skills of players, and the bearer rules. So he explains that you know, suppose you there are a thousand players equally divided amongst the ten colonies. That means each colony has a hundred. But among the players, there are people like Kashimo, Higuruma, who are much stronger. Uh, and those two alone have already re- weeded out 60 sorcerers. Uh, each barrier probably has one person like that, at least. So, you know, uh, basically, he's thinking like, uh, Megami starts uh, explaining, is like, hmm, so the strong weed out the weak early on. So you're saying this game will reach a deadlock quickly. And he's like, yeah, it pretty much has already been that way here. Um, so, you know, he explains that when the transferal of individuals enter a colony, uh, the transferal is a way to spread them out, but primarily for, uh, stimulating early second awakening in modern day sorcerers. So it's basically forcing people to achieve their highest potential. And some people die doing so in the process, apparently. So if the goal was using players energy, a lengthy melee with as many sorcerers as possible would be ideal. But since, like, some of them even die at the entrance of the game, that can't be right. right. Through a built-in mechanic from the jump before any rules are made. So this is purely the intention from, the you know, the person who made the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, And he explains that, like, you can be certain that Kenjaku will drop a bomb when only the strong remain. And then the colon game will have served his purpose. And we cut to Kenjaku, who, if you notice, his scar is healed up a little more. Like, it's not as, like, all the way around. It's, like, lightening up. I think that's a... You know what? Change. I didn't really notice that. Yeah. Cause I just thought maybe he was drawn a little differently. But, yeah, it... I'd have to look at a comparison, but I I, I believe you. Yeah. Uh, and it's it turns out Kenjaku's actually in China. Uh, these are Chinese characters. Yeah, I knew it, but why? And look, I wish I knew what they were saying. I guess I know matter. what they're saying because I looked it up. <laughs> I'm like, somebody must have translated what they're saying. Um, and they don't say anything substantial. Uh, the first, right, I the first speech bubble is says welcome, and uh, or I think not welcome. Maybe I think they mentioned is please sit down. And um, Kenjaku says in return, "Thank you so much for having me." Something like that. Something along those lines. Um. And then we cut back to Reggie explaining the whole thing. He's saying, I don't know what the bomb will be, but at the time, I'm preparing strong allies and storing up points. Um, and, and that's when Megami's like, uh, I have some questions. She isn't strong. And Reggie's like, that's ridiculous. What are you talking about? She lets people, she lures people in and, uh, and tracks them down. And Megami's like, and when you're done using her, you'll kill her for points. He's like, how could you say that? I would never. Um, yeah, I don't know why you chose to violate. <laughs> yeah, I mean. He isn't strong. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to call him out. Yeah. Are you lying to me? Yeah. Uh, and Megumi is like, how lucky for you. Do you and your allies total 40, 100 points? He's like, yes, of course. And uh, he explains. Uh, Megumi then demands a new rule is going to allow players to give each other give each other points. Give me all of yours, and I'll consider joining you. 
Uh, and that's when Reggie says, negotiation breakdown. And a fucking goon pulls up from behind uh, and tries to attack Megumi. Uh, but Megumi uses his shadow powers to warp through his devil dog and just fling this dude off of the balcony and then use new way to just body slam him into the ground from like 20 stories high. Um, it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, the, the flying creature. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, and this guy's down from the count. He go, even goes like, ugh. So I guess he's alive? <laughs> but um, Yeah, he's not dead. Yeah, but then we cut over yeah, to fucked up though. Yeah, then we cut over to Devil Dog, who has two knives coming up from his jaw, and I'm like, not the dog. <laughs> oh man, isn't this your Bashigagami or something? <laughs> oh, bro. I think Nui has really come into the clutch for him. I think Nui might be the best. Uh, right. Nui is a clutch ass fucking Shikigami. Um, but anyway, he says, "Oh, I get it. You were holding back. You want our point, so you can't kill us. If you don't fight to kill." You'll wind up dead. And then all of a sudden, this eye comes down flying from the top of the balcony, it looks like. And then it looks like it explodes, I guess. Because all you hear, you see it like flash. And then you don't see the the end result because we cut away from it. But that's where the chapter ends. Um, this was a true... I really, I really like this chapter. Um, there was a lot going on. I think Reggie is an interesting character more now. As we're getting into him, he seems like a smart guy. Um, and I'd like to think that this is probably, they're maybe building him up to just kind of stick around for a while. Um, because he seems to have like a, a solid grasp of what's happening to a degree. Um, I don't know. He definitely knows who Kenjaku is. That's a big deal. Yeah, that is a big deal, honestly. Not many people know. Um as to what his fucking power is, it still has to do with those receipts he is attached to himself. So I don't know. I don't know what it could possibly it's be. Cursed. Yeah. Cursed ability. Um, so I remember what I was thinking earlier. Just real quick. Um, something that I thought about with um, Itadori's situation with the trial, right? So I don't think it was... I think before we were talking about it like, oh, like um, Itadori... He owned up to it because technically it was him doing it, you know, even though Sukuna took over his body or whatever. But I think it is, I think the point was that he was the one that ate the finger in the first place. He decided to make that decision, you know what I'm saying, for better or worse, in order to do what he needed to do. And he's, from the beginning, he's owning up to that. And I think that's what Higuruma, I think that's what triggered him. It was because. He knew, he knew the fact that someone took over control of his body, but I think he really respected that, you know, he's being completely honest and in the justice system, fessing up for something, if you admit to something, you're getting the punishment, period, you know, where really people make mistakes and, you know, we have to learn from them and move forward. And if you lock them up for a large portion of their life without any type of enrichment to, to, to for them to better themselves, you know what I'm saying? Which is what the situation is in jails. I'm pretty sure the same in Japan that it is in America. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not helpful. And I, I think I just wanted to give a little bit more insight into that situation. I hear and why I felt so triggered. I think, cause I, I had to think about that for a little while. Why he, cause he seemed a little annoyed. I remember what, what was it? He said, he said, uh, I had to 
somehow he has to get away from him or he'll like do something. I don't know. What was it he said? I'm going to go back to the page. Oh, that he said that uh, he'll end up hating himself more if he hangs around. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's why, because, you know, I feel like he had kind of lost sight of that, especially since he had, you know, let his rage get to the point that he murdered people. Mm-hmm. It was pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of depth with this. And I story. hope he comes back. I feel like this was kind of a little bit the gentle criminal of this series, you know? Just that, uh, this weird, like, villain, but not really a villain who learns more about himself through fighting the main character in a way. There's like a little bit of a parallel story where one is kind of like the answer to a flaw that the character might have. Um, I don't know. I felt that kind of vibe from it where I can, I can respect that. I don't, it's, it's interesting, you know, using the word villain in this series, man. I mean, Kenjaku's a villain Mm -hmm. for sure. Right. He's evil. I mean, he just wants to, He's willing to let so many people suffer just to achieve his goal, you know? And life is trivial to him. I think that's kind of like the essence of evil, not caring about others, which is ultimately not caring about life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. All the other people in the series weren't, you know, I guess aside from Mahito, they weren't, you know, no, no one's really a straight up villain. Everyone's kind of yeah. complicated and has a lot of layers to them, right? I and mean, we've commented, we've commented on that. You know, whenever we spotlight on a character and whatever they're focusing in on on the arc, but um, I just, I mean, like, is he a villain? He 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 like right, this, this is what happened. He lashed out. He he got he got hold of some type of power, and he he, he you know as he was in the midst of uh, of lashing out and having a nervous breakdown, I don't think he knew he had the cursed ability. I think he got so mad, and as he reacted, the cursed ability came about i don't know i i don't remember them getting too specific about it but that's how i took it mm-hmm. that it was a simultaneous reaction yeah and at the end of the day it was a mistake because of the raw emotions he felt he felt justified in what he was doing like it's not it's wrong to murder people but he felt like this was something that was such a grave injustice that he had to do about it and he made a mistake and killed somebody i think you der- deserve to be judged by the law and, 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 you know, maybe, you know, do jail time or something, but maybe, you know, locked away for life for, for, for making a mistake. Someone can learn from the mistakes in that situation and, and, and trying to be a better person. I don't know. I, maybe this isn't the space to talk about something like that, but man, I keep saying it, but this is a very deep character and I really, really hope he comes back in a more than just, uh, I'm helping in a fight, you know? Yeah. No, Damn. I, I agree. I mean, this is cool. This was just a real, like a ha. Let's, let's sprinkle this real quick. That was deep. That was a, was a lot of subtext, man. Yeah. It was just a good story, which was really cool. And uh, I, I appreciate it very much. It's very well written. I mean, you know, where, where Higuruma stands here. <laughs> he let, he, I'm sorry, man. He, he let go. He, he lashed out, got all of that power, and then said, fuck it. And and Itadori checked him, put him, reminded him, you know what I'm saying? Like, w- w- what he even got mad about in the first place, what he's supposed to represent. Yeah. You know, and that's why he's saying, like, man, I'm going to fess up and, and turn myself in because he still believes in that justice. That's not him being complete. I don't think it's him, like, 
being completely regretful. I think it's just him believing in in in, in what he says. So I can kind of be a little bit more at peace with that. I was a little tight. Yeah. And we you know when I first seen this chapter, and man, I think with all of that insight, I, I I might have given this to RGC. I've been flip flopping a lot, man. I'm like a cat, bro. Yeah. Things in my in and out. No, I I agree. I felt the same way. Man. I was like reading it, talking about this again. I was just like, fuck. This probably could have been the RGC instead. But we've made our choices. <laughs> but. This last little mini arc of Jujutsu Kaisen uh, was pretty great. Hopefully the quality can continue with Reggie, this new character, and uh, maybe we'll get a little something deep out of him. Uh, But at this point, I suppose we should move onward. Undead Unluck. This is Undead Unluck Chapter 90, You Negating Lugs. (laughs) Color pages, which is nice. I feel like they're they're missing an under guy. There's someone here from under who's not on here. Well, there's one. There's the girl for sure that that uh, Fuko fucked up. But there's a dude with the hat, with the JoJo hair and the hat, who's name JoJo. But whatever. It's neither here. Uh, nor oh no! Wait. Whatever. Keep going. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm it, gonna keep looking at this picture. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Uh, in any case, this is uh, Undead Unluck. Last we left off, uh, Andy was just summoning the power of friendship itself to come down and help uh, with uh, defeating uh, Spring. They're not going to play his fucking games. They're just going to try to loophole their way into defeating Spring once and for all. Uh, so, you know, Under and, uh, and, and Union alike have all assembled to be like, let's fucking do it and negate these rules. Uh, he yells out, Titania, ro- uh, robes. And um, he gives everybody these, uh, Tata- Tatiana gives everybody these robes. Uh, Top doesn't have his because he just tossed it when he transformed. Um, <laughs> so I guess he's going to share uh, a robe with Ishin. Uh I don't know why they need these robes. <laughs> I, I don't. Oh, no way. He, ex- he explains it. Uh, the The scientist guy he explains that it's his creation. It's a cherry tree transformation prevention robe. Uh, robe. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, very convenient, but that's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, you have the one thing that just stops the whole, the, the biggest threat from this guy fair. Um, anyway, so they're about to do this whole, uh, is like, just how it looks like, just how it looks. Things are wicked sick. And uh, he explains, like, whoa, that thing is huge. Why didn't you kill it before it turned into that? It's like, I couldn't. It protects itself. You can't hurt it uh, without play- while the game is being played. But, you know, if you, if you use someone as a go-between, uh, then you could actually hurt him. So, you know, the whole plan is to, like, open Spring up and send Fuko into its core. Uh so I guess Fuku could put some more unluck onto Spring, and uh, and defeat him once and for all. So, yeah, Rip is thinking about this whole thing. And he's like, "There is another way to beat Spring," and he immediately just charges Andy using his blade thing in an, in a really cool panel. I like this panel like a lot. There's a weird amount of detail and shading in this that is like pretty sick. Yeah. Um. 
But Andy blocks her. it in his katana. It's pretty cool. And a lot less like, Rip, what are you doing? He's like, killing Fuko. Cash. <laughs> he, he's yeah, like, like, duh. Yeah, he says, if Fuko dies, then the game will end. Spring will lose its protection and we'll be able to attack that thing directly. So, you know, why not do this? I'm like, damn, bro. Fuck this guy. Y'all had a whole arc together. You still mad? Yeah, always mad. They turned you into a grown man again. Maybe I, you know what? I would be tight. Don't you wish you could go back to childhood? Well, no. Something. He didn't go back in time. He just became a yeah, child just again. A, I would be dumb tight. Yeah, if you were just like <laughs> stuck in a 10 year old body with all your knowledge. Uh, what are you going to do, though? Like, just nothing. But you're not going to have the right, your brain's not going to be developed. No, so you're not going to really have that knowledge. He had his adult body. Uh, his, oh, he had his adult brain, I mean. Yeah, you're right, you're right. That doesn't make sense. Why? That doesn't make sense. Because now your brain works. Your brain is different. It grows and it and it gains the memories, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't, I don't fucking know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Not a biologist. Not a... Yeah. I'm yeah. study that shit. Well... <laughs> I'll read up on it by next chapter. I expect a paper <laughs> on on memories <laughs> regressing your brain if you turn five. And I already got to write a, a under four hundred word letter essay oh, God. for the next world trigger chapter. Oh yeah, you do. I forgot about that. You could have not said nothing. Now I'm expecting one under four hundred words. Under four hundred words. It could be two words. It, yep, stole the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was gonna say ten. Yeah. Oh, ten words. Wow. It's really pushing yourself. Yeah, whole sentence. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, as Rip is like, yo, I'm going to kill this bitch. Uh, f- Andy's like, sick. That's the stuff. He's like, keep pace and hit me with your ability. Don't just don't hit Fuko. Take it out on me. Give me everything you got. As I guess uh, Andy j- jumps off of the building. Um, so... Basically, Huiz explains that like undead and luck. Looking at both, looking at those two, makes me think that they will be able to make a real difference for us. Um, and you know, Billy's like, "Bitch, whatever." Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> all right, hey, shut whatever. Up. Shut up, Huiz. Whatever your name is. <laughs> right, as soon as we finish smoking spring, we out of here. Yeah, and nothing has changed. Yeah. Rip tries to hit Spring, but it doesn't work because, you know, it just doesn't affect him because of the game rules. Um, and then all of a sudden, the big power pole extend thing happens as uh, Mui and uh, and Shen just uh, use their st- their staff to hit Spring through Andy. Um, so, yeah, that worked a little bit. I guess he is hurt a little bit, but he's like, playtime is A little over. bit. Yeah, he's like, playtime is over, negators. And and he's like, ha that didn't even rhyme. What the hell was that? So, you know, uh, they dodge these trees. Uh, they're falling in midair, but then they get stopped by Chikara, who's just bleeding from the eyes, trying his best. Man, Chikara. I'm a Tarasu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Sukuyomi>. Yomi. <laughs> Bye, yeah, cool game. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And then Andy does the gross thing where he rips off What's his own the skin. Sukayomi? 
That's, Sorry, warp space time. No, that's the one where you're in an infinite genjutsu forever. I think. Sound like that. Feels like forever. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the characters was like in there for life. They had a whole lifetime and then died for real. That was Kabuto. They died like of old age. No, they trapped Kabuto in that where like he just keeps repeating the same event. It's the same thing from no. the Hockey Show. It, was, it happened early in the series. They, they was explaining that it happened to a character mm. that, like, they that, like when they was first talking about the infinite suke. I mean, the the sukeomi, like the technique. They were saying how like they caught somebody with it, and like they lived their whole like life, like basically, and then died of old age, like normally. Yeah, that's the and infinite. then they just died. That's the infinite. That's what they were trying to do with everybody. In uh, that's what uh, Toby was trying to do with everybody. Yeah, when he, he had them in cocoons. Yeah, he had them in cocoons. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Chikara's bleeding from the eyes. Andy does that gross thing where he rips off the back of his own skin again. Oh, yeah. Yes. I don't Fantastic. like it. Fantastic. I don't like it. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Rip just uh, does uh, a technique, like does his kicky thing at him, um, cuts through Andy again. And the wind scythe. Yeah, I don't know if this is actually. It doesn't really ever look like it's affecting spring, but I guess not at all. Um, like a fly landing on him, with a little bit of speed. Yeah, uh, top is running at full speed. Um, and he's like, "I'm going to prove your armor is something incredible." So he jumps up and he uses his big old technique to Takio shot right in the gut of uh of Andy. Which cracks uh, Spring's armor a little bit. Uh, he's like, "Ow! You just kicked me with uh, the all around the world attack that the Flash does, and that shit broke me." Uh, so, and that's where the chapter ends. Big two page spread where Top does something cool, um, and Brian missed the whole thing because <laughs> he only oh, reads he chapters. He only reads chapters with Top in him, and this was a pretty big one. Um, it was. But yeah, that was undead unluck. Um, it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> it is just kind of like not as, uh, uh, I guess, for lack of a better word, like strategical way of taking shit down. So it is like, let's just beat this thing to death until we can go inside it. I like the the right. tone of the games and beating Spring at his own game. I thought that was a fun way to go about it. I mean, they even explain that as soon as, like, the objective is just to get in mm-hmm. so that they can play dice with, with the core and he's going to lose automatically because of the bad luck. And I was like, oh, so it's not even going to really be a, they ain't even going to really be shooting it. You know what I'm saying? Just gonna yeah, lose. they're not going to be like, Wah! dramatically. No. Like, just hitting the dice, Kugel being like, damn. All right. Blow on <laughs> it, Andy. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right, Blody. <laughs> Shout out to Gambit. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, mademoiselle. Oh, oh mademoiselle, you wanna, wanna you wanna blow my 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 dice? It's like Rogue's not gonna Blody, like that. Blody, Blody, spot me. Talking about pimps. Yeah, Queen, Queen, and uh, Queen and Gambit, and uh, and Gambit. Yep, two pimps. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's all we had to say about Undead of Luck. It was a it was a chill enough chapter. 
Um, nothing insane there, but maybe the next chapter will be cool. I, I would hope that they would get to the core. Nothing insane there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've been. Uh, <laughs> a nice way to put it. Yeah. I feel like we've been on a really high streak with Undead Unlock, and for whatever reason, like we've hit a plateau. Um, yeah. In any case, I think uh, that's all I got to say about Undead Unlock. You ready to wrap this up? Then let's wrap it up. Oh my goodness. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, uh, you could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram, Josh at JD Cole on Instagram, at NY Chillin on Twitter, Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Follow him on twitch.tv uh, slash it's punchline as well. Uh, watch him play video games. Uh, very fun there. Uh, follow show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Take part in our really good chapter of the week poll. Super cool if you did. Uh, we'll reveal the uh, results every show. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, or comment on whatever video you're watching, whether it is the full version or the little highlight breakouts we make you guys every week so check those out subscribe to us give us a like on youtube that would be super cool of you uh or if you prefer audio podcasts we are on pretty much every audio platform you can fucking imagine we're everywhere itunes spotify uh pandora wherever you listen to podcasts we're on there leave us a review wherever you can give us a subscription on any of those uh five star review on itunes that would be super helpful uh, and with that being said, uh, we'll see you probably soon. We haven't done an American comic episode in a while. Uh, we'll probably get one out soon. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Never miss one. Oh, Josh's camera fell. Whatever. It's the end of the show. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, see you soon. New Jump Citizens. Stay safe. Peace out. And uh, you were right with, uh, by the way, there's two characters is missing. The guy with the hat and the hair. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh. Right? And the, and the girl that, like you said, with that Foucault. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, goodbye for real, New Jump Citizens. Peace out. Shout outs to uh, Boom Chapter 3 coming soon. Don't stop it. Can you please put a Hickmanian... Dead God on the moon body, but you didn't know it. Moment in boom. Please, and don't let me don't let me know. Be real subtle about it. I'll think about it. Okay.